What's up, passionate DJs? It's that time of year again, time for our New Year's special. Uh, in this episode, we're going to take a look at, uh, you know, passionate DJ this year, some of the numbers, what our most popular episodes were, that kind of thing, uh, some of the different topics that we covered over the past year, uh, the ups and downs that we had, take a look back at the past year and uh, do what we do best. Now, normally, uh, we do these holiday episodes and we have our holiday record exchange, which hopefully you've already watched. You can go back and watch that if you haven't. It's always a fun episode uh, where the guys and I exchange records and we play them and talk over the tracks a little bit. Um, uh, usually we have to cut a lot of that out for the YouTube version and so we kind of give each other a couple of extra things just to make sure we have enough content. Well we actually had extremely good luck on YouTube this year and so that episode was over two hours long when we first recorded it so we actually had to reduce it a little bit and so normally uh, this would be our longer episode. This is usually uh, you know the New Year's episode is a bit longer. Uh, in fact we're actually going to play a little bit of um, stuff that we uh, removed from that episode. A couple of the tracks that you didn't get to hear before as a bonus segment in this episode. Uh, like I said, we're also going to talk a little bit about the numbers, where most of our plays are coming from, and that sort of thing. We're going to talk about the different uh, types of content we created, you know, the different topics we covered, the news items that we talked about. We are going to play a couple of clips from previous shows as well as a blooper reel, so that'll be a lot of fun. And then we'll wrap up the show with uh, a letter from me to you. So without further ado, on with the show. Happy New Year, everybody. So let's get started by just kind of taking a look at a few of the numbers because this is always interesting to reflect back here at the end of the year. So according to our uh, podcast host, which is Podbean, that would be for listeners of the audio version of the podcast. Of course, you can listen to every episode now on YouTube at youtube.com slash passionate DJ. Uh, but the top five countries, the number one is USA, as is to be expected. That's where we are and where most of our traffic, about 60% of it comes from, or 60% of our podcast listens. Uh, next is Canada, then the United Kingdom, then Germany and Australia. So according to YouTube top five countries, USA at 34%, and then the UK, Germany, Canada, and the Netherlands. So the Netherlands actually kind of comes out of nowhere on that list. I was pretty interesting to see. So if you're from the Netherlands, I would love to hear from you. Post in the comments below. According to our podcast host, the top five states in the U.S. that are listening to the Passionate DJ podcast. Interestingly, California is like way at the top of the list. Uh, in fact, Ohio is fifth on the list, which is our home state, and uh, we have less than 20% of the plays that California gets. So if you're from California, definitely post up uh, in the comments and let us know where you're listening from. I found that to be pretty interesting. Um, probably LA, you know, that's just because of the population count there, but uh, just kind of interesting to see that uh, it would seem that we would have a lot of Ohio listeners, uh, and we do, but really California just dwarfs it. Uh, next on the list is New York, as you might expect, followed by Texas and Oklahoma. So if you are in any of those states, California, New York, Texas, or Oklahoma, post in the comments. I want to hear from you guys. 
So the top user agents, this is basically like what people are using to listen to the audio version of the podcast. And uh, by a huge margin, it's Apple Podcasts is at the top of the list with 39%. So that's people using the podcast app on their iPhone. Next on the list is iTunes at 10.5%. Then the Podbean app, that's our web host or our uh, podcast host rather. They have their own app that you can use to listen. And that accounts for about 7% of our downloads. Uh, then CF Network, which I found out means basically just any other uh, podcast app on uh, iOS that is not Apple Podcasts. Uh, accounts for about six and a half percent and stitcher users come in at five percent so we're definitely very ios heavy apparently a lot of apple users listen to passionate dj podcast now let's look at the top five episodes from both the audio version of the podcast and on YouTube. And the reason these are sometimes different, uh, well, it can vary. Uh, the podcast audio version, you know, a lot of people subscribe to that and they listen when they, you know, jogging or listening in their car or they just have some kind of routine where it downloads automatically. And so those numbers are somewhat a consistent flow. Whereas with YouTube, there's a lot more, uh, you know, SEO, you know, search engine optimization stuff that kind of comes into play. It kind of depends on what people are searching for and that sort of thing. So sometimes they vary a little bit. So uh, according to our uh, host, our podcast host, the top episode this year was episode 183. That's knocking the dust off. Uh, now there's a little bit of caveat there. We took a big break this year and that was at the top of the list for uh, a long time. So that kind of probably partially explains that. Next on the list was episode 177, which was our fourth Ask Me Anything or Ask Us Anything episode. Uh, episode 185, Rookie DJ Mistakes. Then episode 173, which was the NAM 2019 recap episode. And then 182, Life, Money, and DJ. And the runner-up in that was Crossfire. We'll talk about a little bit about that here in a little bit. Now, according to YouTube, the top five episodes, uh, number one on the list was Prime Time, and that was the episode that uh, I did with Trip Turlington, where he brought his uh, Denon Prime SC5000 players and his X1800 mixer over, and we just recorded us uh, basically just messing with the stuff and uh, uh, not really a review, but just kind of getting to know it for the first time. Uh, episode 172 is Crossfire. Episode 189 was uh, the Controller Compendium, and that uh, came in here towards the end of the year. I suspect that that one will actually climb up the, the list here on YouTube as time goes on, uh, just because of past history with these sort of things. Um, uh, episode 187 was number four. Uh, that was Going Up and Up with special guest Mason. And then, once again, our episode 173, the NAM recap for DJs. Uh, the runner-up, for YouTube was Rookie DJ Mistakes, episode 185. Now, one thing about the YouTube channel for Passionate DJ is even though we do publish all of our episodes on the YouTube channel, um, those actually aren't our most popular videos on there. Uh, so the top five videos on YouTube are pretty much all hardware related, uh, which is why we focus a lot of uh, hardware stuff on YouTube. And uh, the top performing video was the Techniques SL1200 Mark 7. 
so basically that was the new Technics 1200 uh, turntable that came out and was announced at NAMM, and I was there, took some footage of it, and posted some, you know, specs and things. Uh, the second video was the review of the XDJ RX2, which is probably soon to be surpassed by the XDJ um, uh, XZ, which is the newest standalone. The DDJ1000 review was the third uh, on the list of top videos. Then there was the first look at the Denon Prime 4. And then fifth actually was the Hercules DJ Control Compact review. Uh, so some definitely, you know, like I said, lots of hardware focus on YouTube. Uh, which is kind of to be expected because that's the kind of things that people are searching on YouTube. So that's kind of just a top-level view of what the numbers looked like this year. And uh, so I want to go from that and just talk a little bit about the different types of podcast episodes that we did this year and just kind of remember what we talked about a little bit. We started our journey into 2019 with our reaction episode to the two Fire Festival documentaries, which just so happened to release right after our last New Year's special. Fire Festival was meant to be a musical utopia for well-to-do millennials, but instead it turned into the festival disaster of the decade. If you still haven't seen the documentaries on both Hulu and Netflix, they're both fascinating to watch, and we hope our episode was too. Now historically, we've taken a small break in January. And last year, I took that opportunity to visit my very first NAM show. NAM stands for the National Association of Music Merchants and was founded in 1901. It's described as the world's largest trade-only event for the music products, pro audio, and event tech industry. Now, that resulted in a bunch of new hardware content and a nice little boost to our YouTube channel, but it also resulted in episode 173. Basically, this was a recap of all the DJ-relevant NAM stuff, plopped into one place. Episodes 174 and 175 were our first guest spots for 2019. First we talked to B-Funk, who drove for several hours just to hang out with us in the studio and talk about DJ stuff. I'd probably say 60% of my weddings are outside of Athens, and I, I charge for that travel, and I do the same amount of, you know, I charge the same, but I charge for travel, so I make more doing the same, and they're, they're telling me, like, oh, man, you're a deal, because in, you know, Columbus, it'd be $1,500, and I'm charging $950, and thinking I'm getting, like, a bunch of money. You know? In episode 175, we spoke with Corrupt from Columbus, Ohio. With over a million and a half track plays, his fan base is on the rise. So we enjoyed talking to somebody who was at this particular stage in their journey and then being able to kind of gain his insight along the way. Um, you know, just know, know what you're getting into. Um, ask questions. Be humble. Don't give up. Be consistent. I know it's all pretty cliche, but that's the truth because a lot of people want to do this, but they don't consistently put in the work. Um, and it's not going to happen overnight. You know, every night is a grind. In March, we recorded one of my favorite episodes of the year, Direct Support, episode 176. This was that show where Trip Turlington took a deep dive and revealed his approach to being direct support for Paul Oakenfold. He talks about the importance of maintaining energy without showboating or burning out too early. We discuss the planning process and his approach to track selection. And we discuss how closely Trip followed his original plans versus how much he had to pivot in the moment. Just a great conversation and definitely worth revisiting. 
Episode 177 was our fourth Ask Us Anything episode. I guess we're probably due for one of these again soon. Episode 178, DJ Access. Man, Mike is a super nice guy. And thanks to this episode, I was able to meet and become friends with this great DJ. And thanks to Tony DeSero for introducing us. Mike is a busy guy, to say the least. He plays 40 or 50 weddings a year, hosts loads of corporate events with a specialty in sports, and he's worked with clients like the NCAA, the Ohio State University, IBM, Target, and many more. He's got a lot of great insight to share. Even after I was like stopped doing uh, video sets, I was still keeping the video uh, subscription and we get like mm. the really, really hot stuff for a while. Uh, and now, now we don't just because people aren't asking for it, at least in this market. And I don't think it'll come back just because I think you want the energy in the club to be dancing, not necessarily watching a screen. However, I will say that I am, uh, a, I, I do love visuals. So uh, I, I wish I was into Excision's music more because his <laughs> visuals are so incredible. Episode 179 was a return to our beloved Pick 3 series, something else we're about due for. This was the Trance Edition, and B-Funk returned to share his own brand of rainbows and unicorns with us. If you're a newer listener to the podcast and you've never heard of these, Pick 3 is a show where each co-host brings in three different tracks under a certain category, and we play them while talking about, you know, what the songs mean to us. At the start of spring, we released spring updates for DJs. Essentially, a recap of recent news headlines and the DJ and music industries. Probably not too relevant now, but however, one episode that is worth revisiting is number 181. This was a show in front of a live audience, presented by myself and Modingo. It was our first real quote-unquote public speaking gig for Passionate DJ, and it was a fun experience. We talk about podcast production, content creation, our struggles with time management, pros and cons of working on a team, and why we're passionate about DJing. In episode 182, we met Alex of the DJ Hookup, the highest rated online retailer for DJ hardware. We talked about all kinds of stuff, like perpetually broke DJs, how to network, how to participate within the DJ community, and the value of mobile DJing. You have Disney acquiring massive uh, event production companies, uh, specifically of the, of the EDM variety. And so, you know, uh, I think that a lot of people that get so caught up about, uh, this person isn't real. They just, you know, they just have good connections. They just have whatever, like drop it. Cause the world that you live in is not a world that just looks at this one thing that you value. Now, the last episode that we recorded before taking our long summer break was ironically titled Knocking the Dust Off. In this episode with me and Trip, we talked about things like struggling with time management, the pros and cons of rapid gear acquisition syndrome, gaining motivation, and other general life stuff. Then when we came back in September, we titled the episode Back to Business, and thankfully that's held true ever since. Since it had been a while since our last release, we spent that episode talking about the latest happenings in the DJ industry, as well as the immediate future of Passionate DJ. Episode 185 proved to be quite popular. Titled Rookie DJ Mistakes, Modingo and I talk about common mistakes made by inexperienced DJs. And we talk about stuff like train wrecking and poor gain staging and being underprepared and stuff like that. 
We also took it as an opportunity to do a little promotion of our personal channels, which I guess I'll go ahead and do again here. I started working on a personal YouTube channel, which is mostly going to be fueled by retro video gaming content, but not entirely. You can get to that the easy way by just hitting passionatedj.com slash David. Visit Modingo's Mixcloud at passionatedj.com slash mo. Tony's Twitch channel can be found at passionatedj.com slash Tony. And Trip's SoundCloud, well, I think you know where this is going. passionatedj.com slash Trip. So basically, these links are always going to point to whatever personal thing each of us wants to promote at that time. Now, speaking of Trip, he bought a full Denon rig this year and brought it over so we could record episode 186. That was basically just us with no script, sitting in front of those decks, messing with them, and giving our reactions to the gear. Really a fun episode. After we were done recording, Trip left the rig with me for a few weeks so that I could produce a review video. Now, the footage is shot, but the editing's still in progress. Coming soon. We were graced with another guest in episode 187. Mason joined us to talk about Up and Up Festival. But more than that, he spoke to us about his own journey. As a relatively new DJ, Mason has gained more experience in the past year than many DJs ever will. And we wanted to talk to him about his active new music career and get a feel for how he approaches his music. I feel like putting myself in people's faces could bring me to a next level. And I guess a lot of that becomes the, the self-confidence, the battle within. Like, are you, mm-hmm. are you ready to take that on? And that's, right. that's definitely a question that I ask myself. Like, are you ready to try to take that next step? And we're starting to come to the end of the year. In episode 188, we continued our 10 years ago series. That's where we focused on the music and happenings of 2009. And soon we'll be able to do a 2010 edition. And then wrapping things up before these holiday episodes, I did a complete rewrite of the controller compendium. And my goal for that has always been for it to be the best most comprehensive and most helpful DJ controller guide on the entire internet. Episode 189 ends up being sort of an audio slash video companion to that guide. It's one of the things that I work the hardest on, so definitely check it out if you think it'll help. Now besides all the podcasts and hardware-related stuff, we did a couple other cool things on YouTube. We started the first in a new series called Day of the Big Show, the first one being about that trip in Oakenfold Show. And I'm still working on the second one. And in August, we did Fam Jam, where both DJ Access and Firecat451 visited us in studio and joined Tony and Trip on the decks for like four hours of mixing. We hacked it down to a little over an hour and a half and presented on YouTube with some cool angles and edits. And we can't wait to do it again. Basically, this is just a chance for us hosts and the occasional buddy to play cool tunes. I'm sure we'll be doing more actual music stuff in the coming year. All right, so those are some of the topics we talked about in 2019, but I wanted to share just a little segment with you about some of the stuff that happens sort of off camera or at least off of the episode that you don't always get to see. So basically, here's an excuse to play a blooper reel. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, do I talk that low? Low. Quietly? Yeah. I do? Oh, wow. Yeah, usually you're the reason we got the headsets, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Glad I could help the team out. That's right. (laughs) Stupid question, but can you see my shoes? Not on the camera, no. Great. You could see mine if I if I do this, or if I do this. (laughs) 
<laughs> if Mo does that for some reason. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was that kind of party. <laughs> Can they see my bulge? <laughs> Play something with words in it. I can't hear you still, though. You can't hear me. No. Your mama is a snowblower. Thanks, fellers. Yep. All right. right. I have to go on a showing with Stacy and actually go out in this weather. So wish me luck. <laughs> and you fun. guys got a fucking eight-wheel drive car. That's... <laughs> 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 dualies all the way around. The road looks wet. <laughs> minimum here. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Party on down to the escape beat. Just kick it. Just kick it. Just kick it. Today we're having a look at the Pioneer DDJ-1000. It is the first controller that was designed with Rekordbox DJ's performance mode specifically designed. Uh, <laughs> Plus, using Denon's Engine Prime music management system, you can import digital collections effortless. So this might be great for uh, mobile DJs or club or bar DJs who want where the owners uh, but for now, that's the Pioneer XDJ. What's up, everybody, and welcome. David Michael from this. What's up, everybody, and... No, let's, let's do passionate teach. Hey, what's up, passionate teach? Today, Pioneer DJ announced a brand new killer standalone DJ system and controller that leaves very little... me. Also includes the Juice software on CD-ROM in case it's 1997. <laughs> and I almost, like, as I was record shopping, I, I did. I started perusing through the metal, and then I got, I found, like, Marilyn Manson, Antichrist Superstar, and I was like, ah, but it's Christmas. <laughs> what, what exactly yeah. cheery. So yeah. instead, I got Lil' Kim singing, you know. Yeah, about her <laughs> vagina. Eat my p while yeah. I'm down your throat. Like, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hey, what's up, guys? This is. Oh, wait. Yeah, that was my strip club voice. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. This is Trip Turlington. <laughs> it's two for one time. Two for one. Two dances for $25 at the table or 55 for two dances in the VIP. And that's our pre roll intro. <laughs> I'm, you know, like the uh, women's studies major that asked me to play slap on my knob for the very last song at a wedding. Yeah. I'm probably never going to play that again. That's a wedding memory for you. <laughs> yeah, well, so it was get towards the end of the night. Erica was her name. I still remember her name. And she was like, can I request one more song? I'm like, yeah, I got a couple minutes. What do you want to play? And she's like, can you play on my n***? And I was like, no, you are an empowered, independent woman. I will not play a song that denigrates women like that. You are better than that. And she was like, please, I really like it. I really like it. I'm like... Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we got one last request for tonight. As we close out the wedding, Erica, this is going out to you. She requested this, ladies and gentlemen. She balls. 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 What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Passionate DJ Podcast. Hey, can I get a little bit? Because unless I'm doing this. Oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> I wonder which one you are. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Some volume. Just a little more volume. Oh, you, on it, your, it, your gain? Yeah. Turn my voice up, not my... Not my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Turn me up in the phone. Yeah. All right, so which joke are we going to redo? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
and it started doing that while we were talking and i don't think that went into the recording i'm assuming you guys didn't hear that no um and which is the nice thing about cloud recording is i could reboot and it just kept going right right it made me the host <laughs> did it <laughs> yeah i was like oh i guess i'm i'm, I'm the power I'm, I'm running i'm running the show now is that a little as pet shop it totally is yeah i think it's actually a cootie bug did it's change? got a little magnet on it. I think it's yeah, from it's a little my stepdaughter gave that to me when she was like four or five. And it's been out here ever since. And so in every video, I put it on in the shop somewhere. Literally, I used to play with these. Like, they have like little magnets on them. And then the yeah. little houses and stuff would have magnet spots where you could like stick them. And what did you call them? Something else. I thought it was a cootie bug. Like that might be the animal. From the game. Remember they had like a, ga a cootie bug game? Oh. I trust hers. <laughs> I do. Like, I didn't play with Barbies. I tried to go with that Later. Easy. Keep on spinning. Fire Festival 2.0 coming up. <laughs> How do I do the little where I can just touch? To, to go wide? <laughs> to touch what? There to go wide. Don't touch then... me there. You got to watch what you say. I'm looking for blooper reels. Uh, I forgot you do those. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they always catch us saying dumb shit. It's, it's the outtakes. <laughs> now, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm still wearing my Santa hat, just like I was in our holiday record exchange episode. And that's because I'm recording this uh, on Christmas Eve in preparation for our New Year's episode. And really, I'm still in the holiday spirit pretty much through New Year's. Uh, and one thing I wanted to do since our we had such good luck on YouTube playing our uh, all of our records that we brought in uh, that we actually had to reduce our holiday record exchange episode uh, and cut it down for time. And so I saved a little bit of it for this episode, and uh, I'm going to share it with you now. So here's a couple of the bonus tracks that uh, myself and Mo Dingo brought in for our holiday record exchange. That's what we got here. <laughs> Lionel Richie dancing on the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> He's, yeah, no, he was one of my favorites as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Them loafers, son. That's going on the wall. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. Let's see. Why can't we get back to that? Like the whole like album album art experience oh, and all yeah. that. Oh. Just just sell me that and give me a download code. Right. You know? Right. I'd do it. If, if uh if, if this is okay on YouTube, you need to put a link to the video. Okay. This video is pretty dope. Yeah. <clears throat> Cheech, Mar Cheech Marin's actually in the video. Is he really? Yeah. He's the, he's the irritated neighbor. <laughs> when I was in the seventh grade, I took a class. It was um, it was like a, a gym class, but every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday was more weight and calisthenic thing. Uh -huh. And it was 60 seconds of a song. You'd be in a pull-up station, rotate to the push-up. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. This was one of the songs, though, that was in that. And I'll never forget. It was this and some bangle songs and things like that. But yeah. this song... Hmm. I strictly remember from the seventh grade. Just about what, like eighty-eight-ish, somewhere Bef around there. Let's see. I'm gonna say before eighty-eight. I'm gonna say like eighty-six. Is it on here? I don't have my my 
glasses, 80, but well, it says eighty-five Motown Record Corporation, eighty-six. Yeah, it's got both. So yeah, yeah. right on point. Yeah, it yeah. was like my seventh grade, man. <laughs> I was gonna say that looked like my first trapper keeper. <laughs> 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 And then, yeah, this. Didn't I get you a Lionel Richie song? Yeah, you got me a Lionel Richie one. I got you the one from uh, Last American Version. Yeah. Right? Uh, It was, uh, I want you to want me. Yeah. I'm going crazy, but I know. Yeah. Yeah. Say You Say Me is another really good one on here. Oh, it's on here? Yeah. I didn't know. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's from uh, White Knights. Yeah. You might know this song. Did you know you know that I, one? Right? Yeah, I okay. knew that one. Okay. Did you hear that one, Dave? <coughs> yeah, but I wouldn't have been able to yeah. sing it. I mean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh. That's, That's the way it should be. Slow dance song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leave room for Jesus. Say it together. Naturally. That's where it gets up. Think another. Not yeah. As we go down life's lonesome highway. Seems the hardest thing to do is to find a friend. Just about to get going. Yeah, it, yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. The drop's about to happen. All right. The what? Say it together. Truly. That's a little jarring. <laughs> it turns into almost the Ghostbusters theme for a there second. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Can't hear that now. <laughs> All right. You are a shining star. Say you, say Most awkward transition <laughs> in the right? history of transitions. Right? Like, why did it even go up like yeah. that? <laughs> Who is this DJ? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Absolutely. I've got a couple of quick bonus ones here. We can play them or not. Um, but this one, this one's for you, Tony, and I know that you know this one's coming, but I wanted to make sure that you got this. I don't know what's on it, but it's... I didn't s- even know you got it. <laughs> oh, it's some kind of scratch record that we saw when we were at Omega. It's called Dirt Style for drum scratching with a K. So hmm. that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> Dirt style is Qbert. Hey boys and girls, oh, okay. welcome to Sealed Breaks. There's tons of drums to scratch. So yeah. Should be interesting. I don't really know if it's if it's just beats or loops or Do they have samples, samples on it too? Or, 
No, those are looks all like beets. Be looks like beets. So yeah. Yeah, see what you can scratch on when you get home, man. Oh, look at it. Right there. See the warpy? Oh. Three fifty for twenty oh. minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crunchy. Yeah. yeah. I can just hear Kubrick now. Should have set us up over here so you could give us a little demonstration. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Trippy snare too. <laughs> so anyhow, I thought that might be fun. Yes, thank you very much. And then yeah. there might be some sample stuff right here. Oh well, let's check that real quick. Yeah, yeah. there's something there. Here. Oh, it must be like almost like a little remix. I'll be. Ooh. There you go. Here it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's for just like quick juggling. Is that a seal on the yeah. sticker? Yeah. yeah. The other you side, he had a cigarette. <laughs> Have you never seen his, uh, his his seal when he does the little character with the seal? No. Like a little mitten he puts on? Yeah, it's pretty dope. I wonder what. All the way through. Skip Sweet. proof. A little skipless fan, probably. <laughs> yeah, I need more, uh, more of that sample anyway. Yeah, well, I know that in the past uh, year, maybe mm -hmm. two years, you really kind of... <coughs> really taken back to scratching and been doing that a lot and so yeah that'll give you some more tools hopefully to thank you what's your twitch handle again tony <laughs> they love the d they <laughs> love the d <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if you're a fan or not you may ironically like this you may hate it whatever it is oh this sticks is for you yeah all right legit, awesome. man excellent i'm sailing away my, my wife never knew about the cartman oh version of that singing that like, once you hear the Cartman version, you can never yeah, unhear it. You're like, ruined yeah. for life. Yeah. <laughs> sticks. Yes. So that's Sticks, which is what album? Equinox, that's right. So it doesn't have Mr. Roboto or any. I'm not sure if there's anything on there recognized or not. But uh, Midnight Ride sounds familiar. Side two, first track. It was cheap and it was Sticks, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pass that up. Why not? So this is Sticks, Midnight Ride. Classic 70s rock there. Right. 
Cowbell. All right, so next I've got Boston. <laughs> 38 special. <laughs> All right, I hope you enjoyed those bonus tracks from our holiday record exchange. And I'm going to wrap up the episode today by just reading uh, sort of an open letter that I wrote to all of you uh, passionate DJs. Uh, Just something a little bit different. I hope you appreciate it. And uh, so here's my letter. Dear passionate DJs, well, here we are. 2020. We may not have flying cars, but we do have 24-bit audio, motorized platters, dual USB sound cards, and high-resolution screens. Small wins, am I right? But they say hindsight is 2020, so let's take a look back at the past year. For Passionate DJ, it's been a year of contradictions. In many ways, it was successful. Our YouTube channel grew by over 200%. We made some great industry connections. We started several new series, and our social media following continues to grow and engage. And yet, there were many failures. I put myself in a position where I had too many irons in the fire, which always leads to a degradation in quality for everything that you're working on. And when you realize this, it starts to stress you out, and the stress feels inescapable. For me, this all culminated in me pulling the plug And what was meant to be a short break ended up being several months of silence. However, that break ended up being so necessary for me personally. It gave me some time for my brain to process everything that I was trying to do and instead of just grinding things out every day. And when the dust cleared, it became obvious what I needed to do. Relax the publishing schedule a little bit and get back to creating things that we enjoy. That meant changing the podcast to bi-weekly, ending our after-party bonus show, and adjusting our approach to scheduling a little bit. Then we feel the results have been positive. What ends up happening is that each podcast episode gets a little more attention because there's a little more processing time between each show. The video presentation has been improving, the show's been getting more refined, and our fans are as engaged as ever. It's even given us more room to release more bonus content to the public. And yet, in the face of that success, I can't help but feel the burn of having to cancel our Patreon. Not because it wasn't successful, it was only ever meant to be an experiment, and we can always find another way to pay the bills. But the people that did stick it out, the true hardcore fans, well, we just didn't want to feel like we were betraying them. It was something that needed to happen, but it still sucked. So, to the Patreon supporters that pushed us through that year-long experiment, Thank you so, so much for being with us on that journey. Now, there's been a huge burden lifted off my shoulders with our new approach to content. It's given us room to explore new segments and series, for me to get better at video production and camera shots, to set up better lighting and refine my recording process. Everything at Passionate DJ is getting better. So, though these decisions were hard, the results are showing us that we're on the right path. So I'm excited to see what 2020 has in store for Passionate DJ. We're more relaxed and yet more laser focused. 
We've all had some important conversations this year about how to make sure Passionate DJ can thrive, while making sure we all can individually, too. And while I'm sure none of us have all the answers, I can assure you that we've learned a lot as a team. Our brotherhood runs strong, and we've proven that we can weather the storm. To my team, thank you so much for... Shit. Everything. Passionate DJ, and especially the Passionate DJ podcast, is what it is because of you fellows. I can't thank you enough for everything you've done, and I'm sure that our listeners agree. And if they only knew the half of it. Mo, thank you for always being there to fill a need. Your ability to jump to task is inspirational to say the least. You've saved my ass on more than one occasion. You've become a valued voice on the show ever since you weaseled your way into the crew by becoming a stalker of Trip Turlington. Trip, we have you to thank for much of how passionate DJ sounds, as well as the ground that we've covered over the years. Your contributions to the show from the planning and content side of things will probably never be fully realized by our listeners, but they should know that you're a hardworking SOB and that you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. I appreciate you, homie. Thank you so much. Tony, we've been through a lot over the past few years. Through thick and thin, we've always found ways to push each other to be better. I found out many years ago that I needed to surround myself with people like you, and I hope that you feel the same way. You're always there when passionate DJ needs something, but also when I need something. Thank you so much, brother. And to all of you, I'm sorry. I know that the year was stressful for many reasons and that I contributed to that in great part. There were moments where I spoke out of turn and the fact that Passionate DJ has anything to do with that hurts my soul. I had a lot of learning to do as a leader this year. It's not easy to steer the ship, but it is necessary. So thank you so much for being patient with me as I learned those lessons and as I continue to learn them. To the Passionate DJ community and the Facebook group, I just want to let you know how important that you all were through this past year. One thing that we learned on our break was that you're all incredibly understanding, amazingly patient, and that you are the pulse of Passionate DJ. Because of that group, it almost felt like we never skipped a beat. We were watching friendships form, questions get answered, and new people getting introduced to DJing every week. It's truly an honor to be able to interact with you all, and thank you so much for your support. To the Passionate DJ Ambassador crew, I need you to know how much we value your support and input. What started as an outreach program with rigid rules and unclear goals turned into a series of great friendships. We're honored to have met all of you, and let's catch up on a call soon. To my guests this year, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and insight with our listeners. You bring a variety to the show that we couldn't possibly provide on our own. And we love hearing the approach taken by DJs of all walks of life and styles of music. It's not always easy. You know, after doing this hundreds of times, we can sometimes forget how intimidating it can be to have three cameras and a bunch of light panels pointing at your face. But the show must go on, and just like behind the booth, you've all stepped to the occasion. Thank you. To my beautiful wife, words can't express how much I appreciate your undying support. You've watched me create a hundred problems for myself and then invent a hundred new ones while trying to solve them. But you never tell me to do anything other than what I want to do or what will make me happy. You've never stopped me from pursuing a dream and in fact, you're there pushing me along. We make great teammates, 
great business partners and great friends. I love you, Stacy. And to all passionate DJs and friends of the show, we exist because of you. There's no adequate way for us to thank you for every follow, every subscribe, every suggestion to a friend, every contribution to the show. With 2020, Passionate DJ will begin its seventh year. I never thought my little blog would make it so far when I installed WordPress back in 2013. But we found a community. We found people who love DJing as much as we do. We found people who want to join us in our quest to become better DJs, together, through passion and purpose. Have a safe and happy 2020, and here's to many more. I love you, fam. Keep on spinning. David Michael. And with that, this has been the Passionate DJ Podcast. Take care.